This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Backlash from the business community after the mayor announces a first-in-the-nation vaccine requirement for private employers. There has been no outreach to business. I'm Marla Diamond in Midtown. COVID state of emergency in Westchester County due to an increase in the number of people hospitalized. I'm Sean Adams in White Plains. It would take hundreds of thousands of lives and two nuclear bombs to end what began on this date 80 years ago. This is CBS in America calling Honolulu. Go ahead, Honolulu. The date that will live in infamy. This is December 7th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. Well, it's colder today, isn't it? Sunny, round 40. Good morning, I'm Paul Bernay. Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. And boy, it sure came out of nowhere last night. A wind gust so strong it knocked trees and branches into streets, brought down power lines in Morris County, pushed outdoor furniture into pools in Hunterdon. I can tell you about that firsthand. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. A lot of destruction. Long Island experienced a gust of 60 miles an hour at Stony Point. Perhaps most amazing is what we're seeing this morning in Jersey City. A three-story building under construction was pushed by the wind about 5 to 10 feet off its foundation and hit the side of a school. That school, the Learning Tree School on Fisk Avenue, is damaged and had to be closed. 20 days away from Mayor de Blasio's vaccination mandate for private businesses, just announced yesterday. And there are questions about enforcement, about legality. Marla Diamond is in Midtown this morning. And Marla, good morning. What are some of the challenges? Yeah, the, the two that you mentioned and also the implementation. The mandate applies to 184,000 business owners in the five boroughs and it left them with more questions than answers from the de Blasio administration after months of a DIY approach to vaccine mandates. Businesses were looking for more guidance, but Catherine Wild of the Partnership for Greater New York says they were blindsided by Mayor de Blasio's announcement. As far as I know, there has been no outreach to business as a heads up. Another change will require restaurants to check the vaccination status of 5 to 11-year-olds. Tyler Hollinger, who owns a cafe on the Upper East Side, tells CBS2 it's going to hurt his business. To bar children from entering our establishment is ludicrous. It's probably going to cause a 20% to 30% reduction. Well, fewer than 20% of kids ages 5 to 11 in New York City are vaccinated. And the city's health commissioner says case rates are currently highest among this age group. Wayne and Paul. And Marla, then we have Eric Adams. The new mayor takes over about a week after this mandate kicks in on the 27th. What has he had to say he'll do? Yeah, a spokesman for the mayor-elect in a statement said he'll evaluate this mandate and other COVID strategies set forth by Mayor de Blasio when he takes office on January 1st. But Adams is not saying he'd do away with the mandate. He's not saying he's giving it a ringing endorsement either. So we'll just have to wait and see. Marla, thank you. Why has Westchester declared a COVID state of emergency? Sean Adams is live in White Plains this morning with the county executive's answer to that. Sean? This is a preemptive move. It's an attempt to nip the next COVID surge in the bud. State of emergency in Westchester County. County Executive George Latimer has been monitoring the numbers. He doesn't like what he sees. Uh, He looks at the infection rate, deaths, hospitalizations. So in a month, the number of COVID patients in hospitals, it's been creeping up. It has nearly tripled. It's not at the the worst state it's ever been, but it's uh, enough of a warning that uh, they're taking action. So the state of emergency gives Latimer the power 
to take action if need be. I don't want us to be there. I don't think that's a productive way for the society unless this thing spins out. Yeah, spins out of control. That's what he's trying to prevent. He's talking with local officials. He's raising the alarm, looking for ways to spread awareness, to get people back in the mindset of being smart, cautious, and extra careful. Wayne, Paul? Sean, can we discern any trends from all the data that's coming in? Absolutely. If you know, uh, there's so much data, we're bombarded with it all the time, but there's a reason for that. You can look at it and you can see trends. Uh, So take a look at the graph just for Westchester, uh, the graph that tracks uh, COVID over time. So it's clear, obviously, we had, uh, there are peaks and valleys. So the initial attack in spring 2020, then another major resurgence a year ago, it crept up in December. It peaked in January, and then it was on the downslide, but it took a long time. It wasn't until May that it really went down. The numbers are shooting up again, and that's the reason for the state of emergency. The hope is to prevent another predictable spike. John, thank you. A wreath laying on the intrepid today to mark 80 years since the surprise attack on America that plunged us into a world war. 88 seconds in sound after Craig's forecast. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. 608, let's update traffic and weather together. And up there in the chopper this morning, with the heater on full blast, I bet, Tom Kaminsky. Uh, about half speed. Uh, we, we do get good heat in this thing, so that's certainly a good thing. But, yeah, you're going to need the heater on this morning. Uh, quite a bit cooler than it was at this point yesterday. We go back on over to the uh, to Rockland, southbound on the Palisades Parkway, right around the New York State Thruway. We had a collision. We had at least one lane closed there. Southbound on the Thruway itself. He's slow at the Palisades again at 9W. Some building volume across the Tappan Zee Bridge and 287 building out toward White Plains. Uh, we've got delays now on the Connecticut Turnpike starting to build out of Bridgeport and through Fairfield. Merritt Parkway starting to build as well as we get in through Fairfield. Inbound side, Lincoln and Holland at about 10 minutes and building there. A, a little bit heavier at the Holland if you use the covered roadway in Jersey City already up to about 15 minutes. We did have a collision on the outbound side of the Holland, uh, specifically 14th Street right at the last traffic light at Jersey Avenue. That's now cleared and those travel lanes are open. Inbound side GWB with about a 10-minute delay starting to build westbound Cross Bronx. Still delays in through 3rd Avenue over to the GWB. The earlier collision there right at the Alexander Hamilton Bridge has now been cleared out of the way. Next traffic update at 618. Breaking traffic news when it happens. I'm Tom Kaminsky in Chopper 880. Let's hear about the WCBS uh, weather forecast, the aftermath from the wind and all that. Here's our chief meteorologist, Craig Allen. Yeah, happy to say the wind has died down considerably from after the cold front passing through last night. Uh, but it is a cold wind. It's 37 degrees, and it feels like it's closer to 30 in many spots this morning. Sunny much of the day, and the cold breeze will still be with us, and highs close to 40. Breeze, not a wind, not a strong wind at all today, but still cold. And then mostly cloudy tonight, 30 to 35. You've got enough cold air tomorrow for what little precip is in the forecast for some wet snow or some spotty raindrops in there, too. High 35 to 40. Not a major event, but not the nicest of days. Thursday, mostly sunny and cold, with a high only near 40. 37 right now, humidity 50%. Craig Allen this morning on the Morning News Roundup, and Governor Hochul is moving to stop elective surgeries at some hospitals facing short staffing. Her opponents in the race for governor say now is the time for tighter rules on masks 
and vaccines. WCBS's Steve Burns. As we await more information on Omicron, Governor Hochul says a surgical approach is the right way to go. Encouraging local leaders to do an assessment of their situation and to take the actions they deem necessary. She's resisting calls for more vaccine measures on par with New York City's rules to get into restaurants or entertainment venues. And I know the state better than anyone, and I know people's appetites for more restrictions. But those running against her for governor disagree. Public advocate Jumani Williams says it's time for the city's rules to go statewide. Attorney General Tish James is calling for a statewide mask mandate, insisting this cannot be done municipality by municipality. Hochul is hinting she may not make a move if this turns out to be a short-term bump. This is very cyclical compared to the evidence we have from dealing with last year, and it also tapered off once January arose. Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 880. Governor Hochul has a double-digit lead against her Democratic challengers, potential challengers for next year's election for governor. Siena College poll gives her 36% support in a June primary, 18% for Letitia James, the Attorney General, 10% for Jumani Williams, a public advocate, 6% each for Tom Swazi, and Mayor Bill de Blasio, who has not yet entered the contest but is expected to. Top three issues for voters this year, jobs, crime, and managing COVID. It's the Morning News Roundup, and it's Tuesday morning. You know you worked hard to build your wealth. You also know one must plan for the twists and turns ahead. The children growing up, empty nest realities, and the joys of retirement. There's something else you need to know. You're not alone in this. You have a wealth management partner in Edelman Financial Engines to work with you every step of the way. Whether it's personalized advice or our modeling of over 38,000 investments monthly to keep you current and focused. It also helps to know that we use a cost-effective, integrated approach to wealth planning. From tax-optimized portfolios to life-focused advice for retirement and the possibilities ahead. If you're asking, what more can I do to take my wealth potential to the next level? Call to schedule a free, no-obligation meeting with an Edelman Financial Engines advisor who knows what that takes. Call 833-PLAN-EFE or visit planefe.com today. I'm former NBA player Don Chaney. For years, I had carpal tunnel syndrome and joint pain. Then I started having heart-related symptoms like fatigue and palpitations. Turns out I had heart failure caused by hereditary transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy, or ATTRCM a rare, life-threatening disease underdiagnosed in African-Americans. If you're African-American and over 50 with heart failure experiencing unresolved symptoms, talk to your doctor or visit DonKnowsHisHeart.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. This app is changing the way you think about weather. Welcome to a whole new world. Heading out for the holidays, Future View gives you a long-range look so you can travel these. Weather just got a little more interesting. Download now at foxweather.com. All American Christmas, a new book written by Rachel Campos Duffy and Sean Duffy. Celebrate the season with some of your favorite Fox News personalities as they share their personal stories, treasured memories, and family traditions. Buy your copy of All American Christmas at foxnewsbooks.com. My online sales are through the roof. Now I need to get these orders out the door. It's possible with Staples Connect. Staples Connect has you covered with custom packing materials, shipping supplies, and services for your business and holiday shipping. Now buy two, get one free on select premium shipping supplies. Plus get 25% off UPS Express shipping services. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Supplies offer ends 12 21 UPS offer ends 1 In-store only. Visit staplesconnect.com shipping for details. For the ones who are always in the know. Delivery confirmed. For the ones who keep things running. 
for the innovators and the problem solvers. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, experienced staff at local branches, and free access to experts to help answer your toughest questions. So whatever challenge you face, we have the knowledge and products to help. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. With Indeed Instant Match, just sponsor a post and immediately receive a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Murnane. Your three things to know on the Morning News Roundup on a Tuesday morning. Harvard Medical School research suggests Omicron is likely to overcome Delta in many, if not all, places. A virus expert at the Mayo Clinic says the next two weeks will tell us how bad Omicron will be. Number two, the Cold War ended 30 years ago this month, but an unresolved issue how closely Ukraine, a former Soviet republic, can ally with the West is creating some of the deepest U.S.-Russian tensions in years. The Russian troop buildup on the Ukraine border will be the main topic as President Biden and Vladimir Putin speak in a video U.S. Uh, a video call that U.S. intelligence is suggesting a Russian invasion may be close at this point. Third thing, a ceremony this morning on the Intrepid will feature a wreath laying by the families of Armando Chek Galella and Aaron Chabin local survivors of the attack 80 years ago today on Pearl Harbor, Hawaii. And that leads us to our 88 seconds in sound for the 7th of December. This is CBS in America calling Honolulu. Go ahead, Honolulu. Go ahead, Honolulu. We regret that we are unable to contact... We interrupt this program to bring you a special news bulletin. The Japanese have attacked Pearl Harbor, Hawaii, by air. This is John Daly speaking from the CBS newsroom in New York. The planes were officially described so far as unidentified in these messages, although later reports that have come in from the press associations definitely identify at least two of these planes as carrying the emblem of the rising sun, the emblem of Japan. December 7th, 1941... A date which will live in infamy. The United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. CBS's David Martin. The State Department drafted this 17-page speech rehashing the history of U.S.-Japanese relations. But Roosevelt set it aside and went with his gut. No matter how long it may take us to overcome this premeditated invasion, the American people in their righteous might will win through to absolute victory. That would take four and a half years of huge American losses, ended only by two atomic bombs. 1993, six die on the Long Island Railroad. I just crouched down under the seat and just uh, prayed. WCBS Long Island reporter Evan Mitchell. It was a ride straight into hell for the commuters on the 533 out of Manhattan. The passengers were sleeping, reading, chatting. They were sitting ducks. The only thing that this gunman was heard to say was after he was tackled by several heroes on board, he's quoted as saying, I've done a bad thing. The shooter, whose name we need not repeat, will die in Attica, sentenced to 200 years. And a footnote, the congressman in the area voted against an assault weapons ban. And that prompted a successful challenge by Carolyn McCarthy, whose husband Dennis was killed that day and whose son Kevin was severely injured. She won on a platform of gun control. This is December 7th.
This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, a daily download of the news you need to start your day on air and delivered to your phone and computer for on-demand listening.